If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing. Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much for joining us and welcome to Firing Rage, a podcast to talk about all things destiny, weapons, abilities, loadouts and the sandbox large and maybe even beans on toast. Because tonight's special guest joining us all the way from Dubai, the lovely, the suave, the Ph.D. in PvP, Ascendant Nomad. How are you, buddy? Hello. It's good. It's good. Thank you again for for having me on the show. It's lovely to be back. It's great to have you, buddy. Thank you so much for agreeing to uh to hop on tonight. If you're listening audio only, it is me, uh, Cameron Cakes, Cool Bro, and Nomad. There is no Drewski tonight. He is continuing his oh. uh. Yeah, we we do miss him and love him, but you know everyone needs time away. We're All not. Right. I mean, you know, he, Drew's doing his own thing, and if if or when he ever does come back we'll be sure to let you know but we i volunteer on behalf of drewski to represent the cones you're on team cone that's fine we're, we're totally mm-hmm. down with with team cone mm-hmm. <laughs> uh how are we all doing tonight good to see everybody great doing pretty good yeah a little sad iron banner's gone but here we are I am I, really I, glad that Iron Banner's gone. I'm so interested yeah, to, to, to have this conversation one. because I, Cami, I did see your tweet, and classic Cami. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna say, this is Cami joking? Then I realized Cami doesn't joke on Twitter. Cami doesn't oh, play around, dude. Oh, glass half full Cam over here. You need to Cam, get away yeah. from the yeah, guy. He, he does not play around. Uh, uh, I use high impact reserves now, but. Or <laughs> 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 I mean, do we want to just leap right in because that's the first sure. thing I put on the outline. So um, do, do we want to do a quick intro for Nomad? I mean, he's been here before, but maybe Obviously. we have new people who aren't here. They the don't people, know. Let it rip. Do. Come on, if you Nomad. don't follow him, follow tell him. The, don't tell watch the videos, people watch him. who you okay, are. So if you're, if, you're, if you're wondering why Fallout referred to me as the PhD, it's because <laughs> when I was young, when I was a young spry man and I wanted to try and differentiate myself amongst the gods in the community, I thought, hey, let's call myself the Crucible Doctor because that's not cringe at all. Um, <laughs> so that's where that came from and I would help people get better at the game. Yeah. But obviously since since Destiny 1, there's been less and less of a reason to to care about getting better at Destiny 2. So now I just make weapon reviews like every other schmuck on YouTube. <laughs> so that's me. Yeah. It's a hard gig. Uh, when you were young. It's a very hard gig. A doctor when you were young, but now at the end of your life. That you're a... Just full, full blown mental patient. That's what's going on. <laughs> Everybody, when you're when you're a young, hot content creator, you gotta gotta have something to stand out, right? I think we can all relate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great to have you here. You should check out Nomad on YouTube. He's got fantastic videos and stuff like that. So good to have him here. Appreciate it. 
Of course. Thanks for having me. And uh, first thing on the agenda, which we already kind of dabbled with a little bit, Iron Banner Fortress. Uh, how about that? Uh, some... Cam has to start it. Cam has okay, to start, start it. <laughs> should, should, should we mention what it is? I mean, I would be shocked if you're listening to the podcast and you don't know what it was or is. I don't know. Maybe you're taking I'm a break from the game. I'm not describing it because it'll be biased when I describe it. <laughs> I'll give a, a fairly, I'll try to do an unbiased uh, recollection. It is Bungie's newest wild take on Iron Banner because, you know, Bungie like a you know sexually awoken person in college they like to experiment so think zone control with a twist with extra steps with extra steps so three territories uh the the kills do not contribute to the score of your team conversely is... your score does not matter to your team continue <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah the magic continue, yeah. incalculable just... score uh, so when you hold a zone, there is a repeated timer that, that goes down until zero. And when the timer hits zero, whoever is in possession of that zone, I believe, gets a point. Uh, and then two times during the match, one at the 40-point mark and one at the 80-point mark, a giant cabal drop pod will head down in the middle-ish of the map. And uh, you kill the turrets because there are cabal turrets there. And then whoever gains control of that military territory another counter will go down to zero and there's kind of like a big point earned to be had by controlling that middle zone uh, a lot of back and forth from the community about feelings on this game mode uh some people most people i talked to did not like it for reasons we will get into uh, i was interested to see that cammy was enjoying himself on twitter which again color me intrigued Cammy, please. I'll uh, front load it and give myself an out on this. It was mostly <laughs> the sandbox that people dislike, not necessarily the game mode. I did. I, would I disagree. That, actually, I disagree. Now I want to hear from Cool Guy. Eventually, I will mention that I my initial experience was good, and then I think other things surrounding Iron Banner may have soured my experience over time. But uh, Cammy, <laughs> continue to regale okay us. i take solace in that this is a true objective mode the kills don't matter i can make huge plays by just wasting four people's time at the same time for 30 seconds and that's a bigger play made than getting a seventh column in other modes and i i love that uh, destiny needs more modes like that rip was good but then they made 3v3 rift and that just worked better so i like 3v3 rift better than 6v6 rift these are like the hottest takes <laughs> I've heard. I I love I love Cami takes. They're they're my. I'm favorite. an old school FPS player. They're I mean, my that's favorite. Exactly takes. what it is. I'm 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 actually gonna back Cami up on the on the three v three rift thing because I don't trust six randoms to, to understand anything objective mode in Destiny two. That is fair. Which was a lot of the frustration I personally had with Iron Banner is that the population in general just doesn't really get how to objective and i can't blame them because this is a new thing new era for destiny pvp mm. zone control as an idea makes a lot of sense for iron banner it makes a lot of sense for pvp in general uh like Cami said fps fps player history and all of that but the thing is for me i'm i'm disappointed with with fortress because it was zone control with a bit of like a, a new coat of icing it wasn't super transformative 
they were trying to paint this as a cabal thing. I, I guess perhaps I expected more, which is on me. And then obviously all the other issues with with Iron Banner, with the connections and the meta, really just left a sort sour taste in my mouth. Here's you mentioned you dislike Rip because other players don't really like understand how to play the mode. I still mm. got that problem in Fortress. It's mm. a very convoluted scoring system where at 40 points, it just resets. A lot of the randoms didn't understand that if yeah. it was really close to 40 points, like 38 points on the board, there's no reason to even try to contest a flag or capture it. You should just set up a middle. And then conversely, yeah. after the middle point is about to go away, there's no point in trying to retake it when you could be pre-spawning the next zone with a bubble or something. Yeah, let me let me tell you the more I think about it because I've I've had like a couple days to think about it. Um, I like that we're getting more objective modes. I do enjoy that. I always feel like objective is fun. Uh, in the beginning of the season when people were playing comp, I heard that Rift was in three v three, and I kind of giggled. I was like, "That's ridiculous." But then I played it, and I was like, "Oh, I, I actually kind of enjoy it because it forces movement." Um, and you know, I enjoy playing the objective, but, uh, so <laughs> Iron Banner Fortress, I, I do enjoy objective modes. I think the two things that soured me the most, and they both come from the current state of the meta. I'm sorry, three things, two things from the current state of the meta, one thing from what the fuck, which we'll get into that. But, um, the two things from the meta are one, I play on PC. Uh, if you play on PC, you know, the sound of the DMT burned into the very back of your brain. Like, ton, a ton, a ton of DMT. It's a super hot gun right now. I do enjoy using it, but it's like, it's super wild on PC. We got a cowboy over here. Got a god, dude, every game, nothing but yeehaw. Uh, so that is kind of making the meta a little bit interesting. I was kind of doing, Cami what we were doing back in the day, where I try to go in and use whatever... I want to have fun, but then the second I get DMT'd, I'm like, oh, we're doing this? And then I, I take out the DMT and... I did that today with Lemon Arc. I show him I what it's you. like. <laughs> I take him down to the street. Uh, and then the second thing is, uh, I don't know if you all agree or disagree, we can talk about it later, but the cooldown time on the Tier 5 Ward of Dawn Titan Bubble. How'd I go? There is no way that super should continue, in my opinion to be a tier a 5 it, super. It, is it the, has insurmountable health. It has yeah. 650 a, health inside the bubble. So much health, which, I mean, that's the design, that's the fantasy of the super, which I get. But the fact that it's the tier 5, it's the fastest super in the game, it was like by far and away the best choice for Fortress. And not only that, you hover over the game type to see what the challenges are for playing the game type. And it's like, oh, you want the challenges done? Well, you should play Avoid or Stasis class. Yeah. Like, no, don't encourage them. I think we would be having a different conversation about Fortress if that wasn't Stasis Void. We would the be. Entire week. We would be having we a different be. conversation if it was like play Solar or Arc or, and then point three, which kind of soured my experience a little bit. This was by far and away the laggiest Iron Banner I have ever played in my life. Mm. Okay, I can agree to that. It was pretty bad. I don't know what happened over there. What is going on? I would love well, to hear from Bungie. Historically, Iron Banner has somehow always been the laggiest mode in Destiny. Laggy Banner, Just baby. Ev every single lagger. time. 
okay. connection-based matchmaking, skill-based matchmaking doesn't make a lick of difference. And now we have loose SPMM, mm. which you know is a whole other can of worms, which I'm sure all of you are very excited to jump into <laughs> at some point in your lives. Um, with crossplay, with crossplay, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it 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 was just dialed up to eleven, and it was just it was just bad. Like you were saying with the with with the void challenges, which by the way, yeah, challenges, challenges. Um, yeah. That yeah, it just it just really exposed the sandbox for what it was. Now, if you've ever played Zone Control Trials, you saw this coming a hundred percent. You saw this coming, but uh, yeah, people caught on real quick. Yeah, one, one two punch shotguns can't even take them out anymore, dude. Somewhere along the way, that got lost. It did. Bit, season yeah. seventeen to eighteen change something Which... on the calculation, either the bubble health or the one two punch multiplier or something. It got lost and it won't kill Which... anymore. Which sucks. Then and they the, nerfed the, the perk Greeks. in That's season nineteen. Rough. The Greaves won't yeah. take them out either. So, like, and those For are Greaves two choices. To take out, you need offensive bulwark on the Correct. void. Correct. Yeah, it's um, I so one like this was the first Iron Banner where I know it's very very tired and you know a little too on brand for streamers to complain about lag but but really i i saw so much so many clips on twitter that i was able to make like a full-length youtube video of all the laggiest moments in banner and it was just ridiculous like the, the clips that i was seeing and it was bad enough when i was playing with just a group of my homies i and then we bring in cool guy because i reached out and was like hey dude you're playing banner why don't you come join up it could be fun and uh, i'm playing on pc cool guy's only playing console on, player in the lobby he's the only console player in the lobby but we bring him got, in now we've expanded bad. we've done the the cross platform so now we're bringing in uh console lobbies and that made it worse <laughs> like the, the, <laughs> the lag immediately noticeably got worse when we brought in cool guy so it's like I know it's really trendy to shit on Bungie, and I do give them flack when I do believe they deserve it. And I think for Iron Banner, the connection, 100% deserved. I feel discouraged for playing with my friends because it's like, dude, the lobbies are going to become insufferable. Like, yeah, where is it coming I just, from? I, I just flat out refused to crossplay towards like the, the back half of that week because it was just it was incredibly, incredibly kind of, bad. What happened? Kind of, yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to have to figure out how to rehook up. Uh, I haven't used it in forever. I got the, the Xbox sitting over there. I'd love to fire it up. So that way in the future, I can do some lobbies with cool guy and not want to bang my head against the wall. But um, do you, do you think it's, it's a case of development costs with Bungie? Because every single time it comes around, it's just a week and they're just like, okay, well, it's just a week. Cool. Everybody <laughs> will forget about it. And then every time it comes back, it's like, even they can't be happy with it. If they play I, with their friends and, and they have play tests, I can't imagine they're happy with the state of it. I feel like there has to be a minimum threshold that they would hit in order to be like, that's fine. Like they they have to accept some type of, some degree of lag in Banner, right? They got to be accepting to some degree. Sure. I think we're well below that degree right now. I think hmm. if they tweak it to make it somewhat bearable, then they, they'll probably kind of be like, yeah, it's good enough, but... Who who truly knows what what goes on in the in the the conference rooms at Bungie? But I do hope that they did hear the community feedback regarding the lag because I really don't feel like it was just bitching for the sake of bitching. I really it was felt bad. Like it was bad. Yeah, it was bad, and it was warranted to talk about it. And I got good internet, dude. I'll load up. Huh. I'll upload a speed test picture on Twitter if y'all listening at home don't believe me. I got sick internet man that's just this is like stop farming but for yeah. internet i like it <laughs> i got i got i got giggers too I got we got good you know, numbers two gig, bro. three gig 
fastness. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. But um, I feel like if we did a redo on Banner, um, maybe after I'm hoping that we're going to get some season nine, I'm sorry, season 20 lightfall patch notes that indicate maybe that the bubble timer is going to get changed. Uh, maybe a different challenge in banner of more fresh sandbox, which is less focused on kind of like laning and hard scoping with either DMT or no time to explain, depending on what platform you play. Uh, and then I'd, I'd probably at its core actually enjoy the game mode because I think it's it does encourage you to play kind of smart. You have to conserve your resources a little bit. It's like, do you want to use your super now or do you want to wait for the big points coming up? Uh, you know, eight points away at the big zone. What do you want to do? Uh, I, I do think it was interesting. I think my experience was a little bit corrupted to use a, a Destiny 2 term uh, on the, the things plaguing banner. That's, that's my spiel on it. I got a couple things. You got a couple things, hit me. Uh, well, for, first, you know, with the internet and you know, Steam. Well, the, the console when it comes to Xbox and Sony, mm -hmm. they do have minimum requirements to play online games. Doesn't matter if it's Destiny. Doesn't matter if it's uh, Apex. And like, it's really low, right? It's like three meg, five meg, whatever it is. Like basically, McDonald's Wi-Fi, right? <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah, sure. And uh, you know. Publishers adhere to that. They they have to accept that, right? Yeah. And usually in a peer-to-peer -peer game, it's gonna it's gonna find a host, but there's there's some server-side help. But with this and Iron Banner, and as of like the past three, four months, like server side feels really bad. Like it, it's more than I've seen on the peer-to-peer -peer level. It's happening like every game. There's at least one. Yeah. What's that? In PvE as well. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's, bad, it's, yeah. it's so it's gotta be server side. 
Um, now, Iron Banner Fortress. I'm going to agree with Cam. Like, and I'm not going to like throw the mode out the window because you know, with everything, it can be built on, it can be changed, it can be tweaked. There's potential there, right? There's, there's there potential. is potential, yeah. and I agree. I am happy that it's a 100% OBJ. That's that's yeah. fine. The end screen does not reflect that. The score does not matter. Oh the turrets gosh. do not matter. There's a whole bunch of garbage on that scoreboard that does not matter. What, what matters Man. is holding zones, right? And how the mode is played, I like the middle zone because what that is, that's super o'clock. So instead of getting solo supered around the corner by that blade barrage, it's going to the bubble, right? So that's when supers are usually used. Like once you accept that, that's fine. Um, but with how it plays, like, navigating the map as you're doing these zones i hate at random times at different corners of the map multiple sides there's heavy ammo i hate it dude that's what that's my main complaint because you would be rotating and you think everything's fine but for 15 seconds in i don't know the back right of the corner there was a brick that came up and then i get warcliffe coil going for the zone and I couldn't do anything about it. Like, am I supposed to stay away from C? Because I'm going to C to take it. Right. It right. ended like, up being consistent, but you're absolutely right. Like, it that, feels it didn't, so it didn't weird feel the good. first time you played it. Didn't it didn't feel good. Like, I would much rather, like, once that Cabal Zone comes up, put up six of them everywhere. Everybody gets heavy ammo at that time. Everybody supers. Oh, God. We're taking the middle zone. Just make it <laughs> yeah, chaos. Okay, right? Just make it chaos. Lean make it into chaos. the mayhem aspect of it a little bit, right? Like, I'd, like, I'd much rather have that. I mean, the mm. worst part about that is, is, you know, for a solid minute after that, people are going to be picking up bricks and you're just going to get Gallarhorned every now and again, but it is what it is. Um, but the mode itself, I think, did not flow right as a zone control. Like I said, it's just zone control extra steps. Uh, from the heavy ammo just coming in randomly out of nowhere. The spawns are weird. Sometimes you would spawn on the, the, the big zone. Yeah. Like I have clips. Oh, I of should explain that. When the center back zone's to back about super. to be up, it yep. changes the spawn rules. And now you can spawn in the middle of the map instead of only the outskirts. Which is cool sometimes. <laughs> but most of the time, like <laughs> I've had a couple times where I spawned in a bubble. I'm like, well, you know, that's the best case scenario. I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah right uh, we're, until you we're get winning. overbombed we're, we're winning um, over here but there's been a lot of times where like I've just been in the middle of nowhere like they chew through my spawn over shield and I'm just done I'm like well you could have spawned me back at A where we do have or we did have A or when there's nobody yeah it, just, mm -hmm. it flowed weird and that's why I didn't like it you know? let me uh, elab let me expand on one point that you mentioned earlier uh, if you follow me on Twitter you may have seen that I Man, that was, did you, I don't know if you guys saw that tweet by me or, or read some of the replies in there. What a wild trip down the rabbit hole that was. I tweeted that I thought that the post-game screen for Iron Banner Fortress included a really dumb stat, which was turrets destroyed, which I will mm. take to my grave. That, that is a, it's a bad end screen. It's a dumb, it's a very bad dumb end screen. stat. It doesn't, that, it's, it's like the, the it's like Bungie's own mo for Iron Banner is that it's supposed to be a block party, right? Who is a showing little, yeah. up to destroy turrets? <laughs> Who's I, showing I up to do know. that? It's look, it's I got a good story for you on that subject. But we'll let me fin let me finish my my dumb pointless anecdote, but yeah. uh, <laughs> that no one needs to hear. Yeah, yeah, turrets destroyed is dumb. Uh, and I posted that on Twitter and I also mentioned it that this doesn't show KD which I feel is ridiculous because it's a it's PVP um one of mm. the most key pieces of information you can have 
uh, at the end of the game is how hard you slayed out, even if it's an objective game, which I can get into. But like, it's like remove the turrets, destroyed stat. Please bring that back KDs. Like it's PVP. This is ridiculous. And I think that a lot of people agreed, but some people not only disagreed, <laughs> they wildly disagreed. And um, it is good and interesting to get feedback from all sides of the fence, but it was a wild, wild day. I felt like I, I was channeling my inner too. Saltic Repo for like a hot minute, you know? <laughs> it's more of an FPS fundamental. Destiny players aren't really used to objective modes. Yeah. And so you kind of tunnel vision on, oh, it's an objective mode. You have to play the objective. You have to slay in order to properly play the objective, especially when our abilities yes. are so potent. For example, if we all stand on the flag, it just takes one storm grenade to make us all not able to stand on the flag. So how do you prevent that? One person pushes up and makes that storm titan not have line of sight. That's it. It's that simple. Like, okay, did raise your hand if you played competitive Halo at any point in your life. There we go. Okay. Um, you're playing 4v4, oddball. Do you just run to the middle of the map, Cami, and just grab the oddball the second it spawns? Or, or do you, you communicate do you communicate with your team? Do you rush to get to get both the power weapon control and the map control and slay the fuck out of the enemy team to ensure that you can safely pick up the oddball and then bring it back to an advantageous position? Yeah. Or get a team pick yeah. and then go. It's B. Like, yeah. I get it. It's an objective game type, and it is important. I wasn't saying in my tweet, like, oh, hide the, the objective stats. Only show KD, because I'm a streamer, and we want to pop off and make YouTube content. Oh, 40 bomb. No, we just want validation <laughs> that we're, right? we're making an impact in the match, because the score is not going to show it. If I'm putting six players in the spawn screen on that seven-second respawn or whatever, and I'm not seeing zones cap, that's a team balancing problem. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, like Cam said in his video, like, you can't carry in it. Nothing you can do will carry yeah, the game. You really can't. You can't carry. And but it's like it, the, the, like I think I think one of the reasons they took out Katie was because of the MO we were talking about, just the the block party. And it doesn't matter how you perform in a block party; you just show up, right? And and I think that's what motivated the design of the end screen there, where you have no real measure of who did what except for zones captured. I think maybe, but then you have people with zero zones captured got the most score. Like the it, the, the entire ranking of the end screen has has no bearing on match performance, and I think if you're going to have a game mode, if you're going to have a week long celebration of PvP, quote unquote, mm -hmm. um, you know maybe maybe celebrate PvP a bit instead of trying to hide the fact that some people are better than others. And like I could've... I don't get this I don't get this continual focus to obscure talent in in Destiny Two. Which I know very memeable talent in D two, but still, <laughs> like there, we we have no measure of seeing how well we did in the in the current competitive system. We have no way of knowing how much we're improving aside from an arbitrary rank, which doesn't really mean anything. And yeah, I just don't like where all of this is going. To be completely honest, I man, it like I'm just so. I know exactly, I would bet, I'm not a gambling man. If I were a gambling man, I would bet a large pile of money that I know exactly why Bungie is doing what they're doing with the Iron Banner Fortress post-game scoreboard. Uh, they want Iron Banner to be like, to be Iron Banner. It's it's not as competitive as Trials or Comp. It's more of like, a, hey, let's bring in new players. It's an easier way to get, you know, like it's a, it's a more user-friendly PvP experience, right? They want to kind of lean into that, I would assume. 
I suspect it's player psychology. They're just trying to trick players into saying, if you don't know what you're doing, stand on the flag. Exactly. And they want to they want to discourage the type of behavior where people are like, oh, it shows KD. Well, I'm going to go to the back of the map and like, you know, farm and then post a picture on Twitter. But like there are third party websites like PVP tracker websites that keep track of that info anyway. So I don't feel like you're going to completely remove that from happening. And again, it's like you're... <laughs> You're punishing other players. I had literally people who were unironically saying like, oh, so you just want to like, you know, oh, sorry, cry me big tears because you can't make a YouTube video about how you got a 40 bomb. It's like, call me crazy, but I can I can tell you that there are other reasons to want to see your KD at the end of a game. Because like if I'm trying out a new loadout or a new weapon, let's say I craft a new weapon, I kind of want to see how lethal I'm performing on average with that weapon. It's very hard to gauge that in Iron Banner when you don't see it on the KD. I had people replying to me on Twitter who considered themselves bad at PVP who are like, no, I, I agree. I want to see KD because I want to know how much I'm contributing well. to my team in that particular department. It's not the only important thing than, you know, playing the objective, but like they want to keep track of their progress in that area. Like, <laughs> It's also, just the start screen showed KD anyways. The start screen showed yeah, KD so, anyways. So what's the point of hiding that, it in the that, end? That, that's what I want to talk about. Okay, um, and I've I've felt like this since D two, uh, well for a long time. Okay, and I'm gonna bring up Halo, uh, and it it's commonly brought up because it's a bungee game. Okay, it's not because it's just Halo, right? It was a bungee game, right? Sure. I've always felt okay. I'm gonna bring back. I'm gonna tie it into to D two. Okay, in the beginning of this season. They did not show KD at the beginning of the game. Did you guys know that? Yeah. I like that. I want to continue that. What Halo did, they didn't show KD either. He had a service record. And if you clicked on somebody's service record, it was wins. And in a PvP game, it does not matter as long as you win, right? You can have a 6 KD, but if you're sitting in the back, who cares, right? You would look on yeah, Halo... Yeah. And if they have 3,000 ranked games and they've won 2,800 of them, it does not matter what their KD is. They're getting you're ready scared. to roll you over. Mm -hmm. They're getting ready yeah, to roll you over. Yeah, for sure. Right? So KD doesn't matter in that aspect. And I've always wished it would be about win and loss. Iron Banner, regular Crucible, because that's what should matter. But it's been glorified in a lot of different ways with our stat trackers. And I also wish that we would have a dedicated service record. And you can make it public if you want, if not just for you to show. I mean, we have them. We have the stats. You just have to pick them for your emblem, you know, your KD for the season, your KD overall, your kills overall. Big screen, service record, all that information one time. Discuss. Well, you would have to completely get rid of lobby balancing if that were, if you can do that, because that is an artificial way to, to balance and, and enforce a 50% win-loss ratio. So in the current system, it wouldn't work. The question then becomes, do you make the service record competitive only? In which case, then you'll have to remove skill-based matchmaking because then again, that's not a real reflection of of how potent a player really is because There's you don't see improvement over time. It could be win percentage in Ascendant 1. Yeah, or, or sure, whatever. Sure, but how many I mean, people are going to hit Ascendant 1? But th that's so... In, but it's Halo important had, to the people who do. So. Halo had customs ranked yeah. and social. It could kind of be the same deal. Because in theory, yeah, it is skill-based. It's supposed to do a 50-50 win-loss rate. 50s played 50s, but you know there would still be really high win rates. 
it's also just how Destiny's kind of evolved and devolved in a way over the years with with how it's doing those stats. Because like you said, this is a pure OBJ game mode. Everything that we've ever had is Slayer with extra steps. People play it as Slayer with extra as you know with extra steps. So yeah. um ranked by zones captured. Boom. <sighs> I just so. want I want all the information that I can get to judge my personal performance. And I feel like that info is relevant in PvP. Did you know yeah, Gambit I mean, used to have an advanced stat screen? Did it? Yes. Yes. I would love problem. an advanced stat screen. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. I'm, I am all for ding, tracking ding. your your own improvement over time. Sure. It's one of the reasons I started doing this in the first place. And, but, but every decision we've seen for the PvP has been in the opposite direction of that. We've had skill-based matchmaking involved, which is important because I, it, is, it is well known that you only improve incrementally. You cannot just throw a baby in the deep end and, and expect them to swim, right? Um, it's the same thing. You have to, you have to progress your, your, your improvement stages. And I think skill-based matchmaking is a very lazy way to do that because the real way to do that is rank ladder system, and that's a lot of work, and there's a lot of, you know... <sighs> We've done that story, done that song and dance. Yeah, Everybody yeah, knows yeah. what I'm about to say about that. So it, it it takes a long time to really get good, and people don't measure. People aren't sticking around in PvP at least for a long time. They're getting their pinnacles and they're getting out. And their data supports probably that most people are just there for three games and out. So their entire <laughs> design motivation would be to to make sure those three games are 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 as pleasant and as less stressful as possible. But if you wanted to really make pvp a focus prioritize improvement and design around improvement yeah and you remember them saying i forget who it was when it was but it was a while ago that you know one of the main reasons for a player quitting destiny was after a pvp a game. gigantic yeah. blowout yeah. in pvp never picking the yeah. game back up yeah. because of that yeah so let's have an iron banner mode where you can spawn in after 20 seconds and somebody's got warcliffe oil that's a good idea <laughs> Well, I think Eruption, the previous Iron Banner game yeah. mode, kind of speaks to that mentality because if you perform well, you start getting punished. Especially yeah, on the little, larger yeah. maps where you can't even make it to mid before you blow up. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. No true. healing grenade will help you. Yeah. Do we have any final thoughts to share on Iron Banner? Not to cut the discussion in the oh yeah but because we do have other topics to move on to in a timely manner but cammy please final thoughts i'll just summarize like what was fun about it so, there were sure. certain builds that came up because it's a true objective mode that wouldn't have got as much mileage in any other game mode in the game and it was also really sure. fun to blow up bubbles because there are a couple ways to kill them <laughs> even in neutral without a super and having it happen not just once, not twice, like up to five times a game is hilarious. It is very satisfying to kill a bubble titan, I will say. Also, the turrets, as like lame as they are, if you play in an organized six-man team, you can kind of abuse the turrets oh, to yeah. make war mine cells or farm orbs oh, of light or something right, right, like right, that. Right, right. I was make, using like... it to proc revision zero the whole time. It was fantastic. Yeah, really you can proc very easily. DMT, you can proc Hawkmoon. Uh, this will eventually oh. be a video for me, so I don't mind saying it. Yeah. We would put a bubble over the turrets, and then I would just sit in there with Blight Ranger and just create like yes. the reckoning in there. <laughs> yes, that's dude, that's so what funny. I, dude, you gotta use Blight Ranger when those turrets come out, man. I tried to kill other people with the turrets. Like the turrets shoot at me and I reflected into it, them like it like two taps them, dude. I was using DMT. More damage. 
to get up to times five cranial spike like immediately. That was pretty funny getting that times five and then being like, all of you uh, are dead. <laughs> is a tier one super. A bubble, a tier five. Mm -hmm. What if I told you that when the turrets dropped down, I got my teammate two behemoths in a row, zero cooldown. <laughs> You're a bad man. You're sick, yeah, so I called this the alternate win condition because <laughs> if you set that up, right, if you get first bubble and first blight ranger on the turrets, there's no way you lose from there because you pretty much have infinite super for the rest of the game. <laughs> That's goddamn funny. I love it. Um, yeah, so we would love to hear from you. I know we are streaming live right now on twitch.tv. If you're in our Twitch chat, please feel free to, to weigh in with your thoughts on Iron Banner Fortress or if you're listening wherever you listen to fine quality gaming podcasts, be sure to reach out to us on Twitter, Twitch, Discord, wherever. Twitter. Yeah, YouTube, whatever. Let us know what you think about Iron Banner Fortress, please. So I talked about the fun. My two complaints, since like they probably want feedback, the yep, power sure. ammo was random. Cool guy said that. And secondly, some of the maps just don't work. Like Rusted Lands, A-Flag was way too weighted towards oh, the center yeah. zone. Yep. So if you didn't have A-Flag, you just lost. It's a whole, also, yeah, the, whole different can of worms. The score but... condition, the, if you won the second uh, zone, it was basically game over and you had a point lead. If you, yeah, there if wasn't you, enough. Much, like, yeah. yeah. Like there was no way to come back from a 105 to 75 game. Pretty strong. On that note, if, mm. if you are standing on a flag to neutralize, it shouldn't allow the points to, ble to bleed again. It yeah. should just pause yeah. it so you have a chance at a comeback. I agree with that. Yeah. So we're going to move on to uh, some breaking D2 news that happened on, I think it was broken on Twitter the other day, which I think a lot of people are excited Alesso about. Alesso breaks D2 every week. <laughs> and then after that, we'll dig into a few community questions. But for right now, the latest D2 news. Uh, if you're following Destiny the Game on Twitter, three pieces of information that we can go through, I guess one at a time. First thing is that all standard armor mods everything but i believe raid armor mods are now unlocked for every player and i think that actually went into effect today right yep yep, it did, yep. yep. that deserves a round of applause from everybody here massive, in the chat massive golf clap for sure Big. the elusive fire team medic is mine it's the only one i was missing yeah i uh <laughs> i had any another i feel like Half of my anecdotes are like, oh, I had an interesting interaction on Twitter. Yeah, I, I said it was huge. I retweeted it and someone was like, well, it's not really huge for veterans. I was like, no, it surely okay. is. Not I can yes, subscribe to 801 YouTubers, man. I, I know content creators who are missing key armor mods, right? Up until half a year ago, or maybe it was like three months ago, I was missing Seeking Wells. Like, like I know every content creator is, is missing at least one. It's about the friends that you make that want to get into Destiny, and you're like, oh man, this build's really cool. Exactly. Uh, you have Seeking Well Maker, right? Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, okay, you don't? Oh, you never mind. Your build's trash. And like, nothing <laughs> like, can replace it. It's irreplaceable. It's irreplaceable. Right? Like, <laughs> like, there, and that's not just for one. That's not just for Seeking Wells. There's a whole bunch of unique ways that you can build your guardian for pvp and pve that if you don't have these certain interesting builds like when i'm trying to help a friend at pvp who's fairly new and they're like well can you talk me through your build and i talk it through and i'm like oh and then you have to have this important mod quick charge i never make a pvp build with that quick charge because i'm a filthy shotgun ape and they're like oh, i don't have that it's like well fuck you i guess like but it's just there, there's a lot of armor mods that are just key and it 
it's better for new lights people who have maybe been away for the, from the game for a while and it's like should i come back to destiny oh that's the key meta build i don't have those perks i'm not going to come back it's good for new and returning players anyone who's missing you know whole punches in their their armor loadout it's great news and it's a great move by bungie um how do we yeah, think... i mean i oh, mean go ahead. top dps strats for like rolk and like all you know involve getting charged with high energy mm. fire you know it's like, oh, well, you're new. Well, okay. Yeah. You'll get okay. it. There you'll, is, the, you'll, there's you'll it damage stacking and something's superseded, like Tether just supersedes everything, I believe. Um, but yeah, no, for sure. Like the, like Argent Ordinance was was part of the meta at one point. And that, yeah. that was huge. That's big. Slayer Warheads. The fall of the might and like syncing with your team, that's the big one. And anytime you add a new player, like a new Destiny player to the team, you got to always have that conversation. Hmm. Now you don't. Now you don't um good why do we think that i mean of course we think bungie is doing this to make it a more accessible experience for sure how do we think it is going to tie into lightfall no idea surprise me strand related mods that will be unlockable through some sort of bounty system i, I don't think they'd make that would the be same mistake again but mark my words you know but um, oh go ahead the loadout system, right? Aren't they adding a loadout feature? They are. I was scolded, half scolded, I would say, by someone who said, why do you guys always record your podcast before a big TWAB drops? Because I think they were alluding to the fact that this is going to be expanded upon in tomorrow's TWAB, which is January 12th. So if, by the time you're listening to this over the weekend, what was that? So you need to stop fighting with people on Twitter, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. What the hell? It, was, it wasn't really a fight. Like, I just it wasn't a fight. Like it, was, it was like, hey, man. we're recording tonight, and they were like, why do you do this? I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just the timing of how we all get together. I apologize. Don't you know that people's opinions don't matter? You're the content creator, <laughs> and you're wrong. So yeah, yeah. Oh my lord. Uh, yeah. So by the time you're listening to this over the weekend, you may already know the answer of what they're going to do because I think they're going to expand on that info in the TWAB. But I think that there's going to be some kind of hinting to a new exciting loadout system including armor mods in some way which i think is great i hope they will continue to make new armor mods and then i don't know if they want to unlock them right away for everybody or make them kind of maybe you can obtain them somehow during a season and then after that season is over maybe they're added to the the world bank of mods i'm not quite sure what their plan is but anything to make the game uh more new player friend uh, friendly return player friendly i think is a really good idea so uh yeah moving on to the next bullet point starting next week focusing costs for trials iron banner pvp and gambit weapons will be reduced to 25 shards legendary shards video overdue very overdue very and very also overdue. very very i'm sure you were glad to hear that eh, Fallout? dude i'm broke I'm, this is the lowest i've ever <laughs> been on legendary shards i'm yeah. down to like 300 now which is insane to some people yeah uh, th there was a weekend where if you recall uh trials was glitched and you could after you went flawless you could just go back to saint 14 at the tower and you could just keep picking up a new card and it would just come into your inventory flawless and then you could just return that yeah flawless card in for more adept loot and it was the hand cannon and uh, i really wanted a lot of rolls on that hand cannon so i the whole weekend i was just turning in turning and turning in and i went from Tough. like 
<laughs> from 15,000 legendary shards down to about 1,000. Very tough fault decisions were made that weekend, man. Tough, mm. tough decisions were made. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Dado vault cleaning video where they go through all your exalted <sighs> truths, and he's going to be like, "What? What the hell? What are, are you doing? Like, you idiot! Stockholm syndrome, yeah. man. Leave me alone." Oh, like I have, God. I have. This is my, this is my therapy. Leave me alone. These roles <laughs> represent a difficult time in my life. I want exactly. to keep them. And man, it, it came at a. It's better late than never, but I really wish they had done it a couple days earlier because we just came off of Iron Banner Fortress, and I turned in a buttload to try and get a god roll of that shotgun which is pretty spicy by the way spicy mm, shotgun i don't think we talked about that yet but um it's hot. it's hot and uh yeah yay then they're lowering the adept focus for trials weapons down to 50 goods overdue duff overdue hope that is kind of an alleviated uh do we, do we even, this might be a bold question, do we even need legendary shards in the game anymore? Are they... I feel redundant. Well, considering there's been so many exploits in the past, no, because if there's one exploit, it just kills it forever. There, I, there has, yes. yeah, there has to be a currency for that. There's a lot of currency. Indeed. And, too. you know, but like Glimmer's like the overall, I mean, it's money, right? Money is going to be money the... Cash uh, money. It's going to be the base, but you add on. Right, so it has to cost something. It has to have a. Sure. There's a material economy around this enhancement cores, then enhancement prisms, and then ascendant shards, and ascendant alloys. Kind of ascendant alloys and both and legendary shards both have the are the currencies that just sort of stand alone, whereas ascendant alloys are very key to crafting weapons. So you can argue that they're, they're extremely extremely valuable. Legendary shards are just kind of like a relic of a bygone era of destiny too like yep at one point you needed bit, yeah. legendary shots to to infuse things you needed legendary shots to upgrade your weapons i believe i could be wrong on that um but now the, there is no real use for them aside from you know material exchange and focusing that's about it so perhaps it is necessary but i would like to see it being incorporated into more key things if that's you're going to keep it around i was just spitballing as it were just want to see what the general thought process is there final uh note from the news train grandmaster nightfall power level being reduced grandmaster nightfall's return to the game on january 17th the recommended power for the current season is going to be 1620 but the entry power level is going to be 1595 so I know we're for the first mostly... time ever I can do opening grandmasters. I was gonna say we might actually be able to do a, a couple GMs together, buddy. Your boy made it. <laughs> Normally, this is how the conversations with me and a cool guy go. He's like, "Dude, you want to grind this week? It's the insert whatever the horror's least adept. I want to get a god roll." And I'm like, "Yeah, man. You like? I'll I'll let you know when I'm farming." Fast forward like two days, whatever. Call up a man. I'm like, "Yo, today's farm day. You ready to go?" It's like, oh, dude, I'm like, I'm like 12 levels under the power. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm making videos, man. Uh, yeah, I think a good call by Bungie to make that more accessible. They did say on Twitter they were going to keep it difficult content. They just want to make the entry point, the entry point a little more bit accessible. more broad, which I think is smart. They're going to keep the, like, the content challenging. I get it from Bungie's POV. 
it's so much more respectful for the player to just hard cap it at like minus 25 no matter what yeah make the entry possible because you you end a season doing gms and then one day passes next season starts and now you can't do them anymore yeah it's just it feels weird to players and like trying to coordinate with friends who are a little it's more casual. very odd and like look not to pat myself on the back or anything but like i know a thing or two about this game if i'm five levels under what the requirement is for the nightfall let me in i can make that work i can make that bed rock like don't lock the door because i didn't it's, hit the magic very, number which is too high it's an, yeah it's an arbitrary level because once you're in there everybody's equal right like you're just you're your contest mode in a way you're, you're power capped doesn't hmm. matter it's just it's just an entry fee it's a cover charge but yeah, and i don't get charge. that but yeah but even if it was like even if i was still under to a degree it's like let me in man i'll, I'll make it work yeah. it just means i have to think harder about my strategy and where to go and what to shoot and how to make gotta, my build and all that junk, you know? Entrance exam. The old they, entrance exam. They've been they're doing that, though. Quiz you. I, I didn't <laughs> they bring did it with up. some of the seasonal content, yes. Mm. It's a huge change and, and a great one. Uh, like, yeah, smart. I mean, Iron yeah, Banner yeah. cap going away. Um, unlocking all mods, doing this. I mean, they are just making it more, the entry more appealing to yeah. players. Well, difficulty odd. should always be opt-in. Like, yes. And mm -hmm. this is a good start, but the ultimate goal should be just whatever. You can do it whenever. Maybe maybe you want to time get it. Maybe you want to keep it at that six-week mark because it's better for seasonal flow, and that's fine. But just do what Heist Battlegrounds is doing. Give it playlist rules. Yeah. Minus 25, straight off the grip. No matter what you are, this is what you're dealing with. And we have uh, someone in our live Twitch chat right now, reality verbally mentioning that I don't know where that number is being pulled from, but I do believe that is probably an accurate number that only about maybe 10% of the player, the active player base plays Grandmaster Nightfalls. Yeah, let's bump that up. It's like it's fun, challenging PVE content with a shot at actually respectable loot. That should be in Bungie's best interest to keep the content challenging, but to allow more people to at least pop their foot in the door. See what it's all about, right? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And it's not, you know, I don't think that's even about, you know, casuals versus veteran players. You know, it's funny because someone said on Twitter, oh, you know, there it was, I forget even what the topic was, but you know, hear it all the time, you know, it's just for the casuals. And I started thinking, you know, it's like a like a question of life. Like, does anyone actually play Destiny casually anymore at this point? But anyway, <laughs> really good question. Um, I have a few. I'll friends, answer that for you. Just, <laughs> yeah, really. I've, I definitely have a few friends who'd like to pop in every once in a while, and they actually touch wood. They play Destiny for the story, if you can believe that. Um, They've but, done a lot better uh, with that too. Like the, the game. No, they have definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't so long ago that was a meme. It wasn't so long ago that was a meme. But yeah, definitely last last year, so it's been killer. Um, but I, I think there definitely are people who, 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 who play Destiny casually, far more than anybody in this Twitch chat anyways, because, well, we're, we're, we're off the deep end in terms of, like, commitment. We're in there. Uh, <laughs> we're in us. there. Yeah. We're in all there. of you, yeah. you're crazy. We so love you. I have you. some friends that are hardcore into other MMOs, and so when they hear my friend group talk about Destiny, they're intrigued, but when they want to try it out, we have to tell them that conversation. Oh, well, we got to yeah. visit Ada 1 every day. Then you have to farm this and that <laughs> yeah. and this. And then you have to use the build like this. And only then, after playing maybe 100 Vanguard Strikes, will you have the level necessary for the game to be challenging enough to be fun. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck that. I'm doing something else. And I'm like, no, no, no. Borrow my alt account. Try yeah, 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 yeah. Here, take the keys to the Lambo. Take it on my alt account and enjoy it. <laughs> now great. that process, it, it's, it's not there anymore. It's just they have everything unlocked and it's easier. Yeah. Now they get to experience, in my opinion, the fun parts of Destiny 2 immediately. Get right to yep. the fun part. For and, sure. you know, the, the, you know, once I saw that, you know, immediately I thought. Because a lot of people don't, they either haven't had the mods or they don't use the mod system. I mean, let's be real here. Charge of Light has been dead for a long time, but it's still like a very big part of the game. Even Warmind Cells, especially with the Icolos V3s coming, right? Mm-hmm. But like. What if they were to redo the introductory to Destiny? I mean, with whatever they're doing now, which I know is bad. Um, <laughs> I, I remember playing it. It was just bad. Whatever they're doing right now. Whatever they're doing. But like, bad. you know, incorporate because, you know, in the beginning, like if D1, like it would highlight. It's like, hey, you know, equip this mod. Maybe walk through Charge with Light. Walk through the wells. Walk through the Warmind cell. That would be really good if they had kind of like a yeah, separate little tutorial mode for all the new lights out there. Taught by, I don't know. Throw Sha- in a simulation. Sha-han. Yeah. Go. Survive. Yeah. <laughs> that would be. Here, meditate be at the build crafting station. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the possibilities. High energy fire. This is the loot cave. Uh, man. Uh, really quick, five minute conversation because I realized we moved beyond Iron Banner without talking about the actual loot. We only talked about the game type itself. Uh, how how are we feeling about the Iron Banner loot situation? Shotguns right now? goaded. I wish they would bring back some of the older, more potent Iron Banner weapons. Shotgun is cash money. Although I'm having, yeah. I'm still feeling like I like my Inquisitor a little more. But then again, I didn't get my five five roll on the Ganora's axe. 
So yeah, gonna have if to it's an iron banner weapon, I always prioritize it because of skulking wolf origin trait. Mm. If you get a kill while critically wounded, you are off the radar. It's a great nothing in yeah, the game is better than that. Great origin so. trait, super good. Very very good. Yeah, Ganora's axe definitely was was worth farming for, but Dark Decider, yeah. oh my god, I I cannot get behind that, and I will never get behind that gun. No. I'm on team 50, cool guy. For this one. I'm on team cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. 50 base recoil direction with worse stats than Kerma Rush. I'm out. It's not good, Thank fam. That's you know, not good. A good player will make anything work. A good player will make yes, that the Sand true. Wasp work, which is a blue weapon. Um, but with everything there, like you have to, you know, at the time, the cost, the cost of getting rolls of them. Like, no, dude, do not do that. I was saying, we have an entire expansion coming. Dark Decider with Volshot. Go get an Iqalos. Same <laughs> yeah, range. You're good. It's a bummer for me because I really was crossing my fingers that I would get a good drop on that shotgun and it costed a lot of currency for me and I didn't get one and I was just frustrated being like, dude, for me, it's going to be different for everybody, right? But for me, way easier to farm the Inquisitor, right? Because like, yeah. I know again, I'm speaking as a elitist streamer which i apologize for but i'm just, course, just i'm saying I mean, for me i know my experience is not everybody's experience um as long as the kd shows at the end we're good <laughs> i go into trials i play my balls off i get that flawless you know and then as long as you have that flawless card you can just keep going in on sunday and monday and as long as you get a win even if your card is tainted and you get the red x and your card is flawed every time you get a win on that formerly flawless card, there is a shot that you can get an Inquisitor to drop. That is a great, great, great system. system. I love that system. It, it encourages me to play the game more. And it's, uh, it's I, I don't know, it's just whatever. If we could somehow take that and adapt that into Iron Banner somehow, rather than me just kind of like crossing my fingers and hoping I get that 5-5 five, five drop by just turning in the, the engrams for all the money in my all my legendary shards i mean they're reducing the cost but hopefully the new reduced cost is uh better but you i put it that way contrary to the twitter discourse i really like the flawless pool it's the best system we've had for loot specifically so when people are like oh no it's the flawless pool," i'm like oh yes i get to farm <laughs> Dude, the and play opponents at <laughs> my skill level like the, that's the, the best takes, case scenario the cami takes are on point tonight <laughs> you know what would be wrong I mean, I'm going to tie in the original D1 gunsmith. Like, what would be wrong for those weapons? Like, yeah, you could still focus them, and they brought it down to 25. Mm -hmm. But, like, what would be wrong with a repeatable bounty on the gun, like in D1, where mm. you would get 100, 100 shotgun kills? Yeah, it's going to be a lot, but it's a free bounty. After Pretty you complete much, 100 yeah. shotgun kills. Or 50, I mean, maybe. I mean, you just pick you a number. Pick a number. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get the gist of it, but, like, a redoable bounty. Mm. I mean, for the weapon. Period. I, I could be into that. I don't know. I'll 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 hold my thoughts until we get that new reduced cost. Uh, but the loot. bounty is is linked to a random drop. All right, get out. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, I know well, is that I'm spoiled by crafting. But on the other, a lot of the best weapons in the game are still behind like wild RNG, like one out of twelve, one out of twelve. Every yeah. time there is a spicy gambit weapon, I cry because that means that not only do I have to play gambit, and it's like the Double odds XD are. Hey, bro, whatever you want to go in there, like, you tell me. 
They're okay. like one in sixty-five thousand that you're going to get the the exact five five roll oh, that you're looking for. We didn't for. mention about teams organizing specifically to lose really quick in Iron Banner because yes, it's more efficient for the. Oh rotation. wow, we did forget to talk about that. Let's talk about that really quick. Yeah. If they lose fast, it's more rep per hour than winning slow. They call it like, uh, lost farming. And <laughs> there were a so bunch of people in my Twitch chat who were like, wow, you guys are popping off right now. <laughs> and I was like, no, they are lost farming. So it was discovered mm -hmm. that at the, what is it, the max, well, after you've not, played after Not you, new, by the way, but more popular not new, reason. Not new. Not new. Not a new concept to throw and succeed. But um, we used to do that on Gambit, is just play <laughs> our absolute hardest until we see they hit a, a break point. We're like, it's faster to lose, just lose. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, after you've played enough Gambit, uh, Gambit, after you've played enough Iron Banner, look what you did, cool guy. Iron Banner, brother. <laughs> ding, ding. It uh, <laughs> it becomes really fast and efficient to get that uh, that banner rep by just losing, which is really easy and fast to do in and iron banner luck. fortress because yep. you Horrible. as long as you don't capture any territories because again it is not kill based the score is calculated on how many territories you're holding I'm so a lost yeah. farming team allows the other team to come in and take all three and you either sit in the back of the map and emote or if you're a curious breed who wants to lost farm yet preserve your kd you will get in the back of the map and lane with a DMT or no time. And you're you're throwing the game pretty much. And in three minutes, the game will be over. And there were a lot of teams doing that. What was that, Nomad? So I was uh, I was gonna say it was it was pretty much limited to teams of six from from my experience. I didn't play a team of six because I was absolutely like lag was too much. Yeah. Um and there was fire based fire team based matchmaking, I think, for the first time that was really really cool yes. oh that's Where, another that was I a big thing that they that. added i think that was smart and good let's yeah so sixes would play sixes fours would play fours that yeah. sort of thing Roger. very rarely did i match against anybody in a stack greater than three which was really cool to see um as a solo player so if you were in a stack you were, there was a good chance that you, like a full six stack you were going to come across the lost farm team but if you played normally if you played solo or mm -hmm. with just mm -hmm. one or two friends you probably never out. saw that never yeah yeah when I played solo, never ran into it. When I played with a full team of six, we ran into a bunch, and they they popped up more and more. Uh, when the weekend hit, that's when it really exploded. Like Monday to Friday, I barely, I didn't see any. I didn't even hear about it. I think until Saturday. The mm. hockey emblems are on the other. <laughs> the old hockey casino <laughs> open again, doing? baby. <laughs> and uh, there were so a was... lot of interesting takes from community members on that, and I still don't know where i fall you know 220 220 rep for a loss 330 for a win it's maths it's oh my you god know, you, you have to if you if bungie wants yeah. that problem to go away they have to give more for a win right like or lose yes. or less or, for or less for a loss for um, whatever you would want to do i think knowing bungie they would probably give more for a win as to still encourage yeah. people to play because there's still but rep to be gained so, like, from lossing, uh, lossing. Even so, it's still too much rep for a loss because I think somebody made, did the maths and that you needed, I think it was like, somebody said that I did my loss farming from like rank five to second reset in 90 minutes, which I thought was quite extraordinary. Very I mean, fast, yeah. That's very fast. But anywhere from 90 minutes to three hours, I think you could have done max rank, even just loss farming, yeah. which is 
bad. That's <laughs> not good. That's not good. It is, uh, Dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you. Keep it real, son. I don't think it. It's a reflection of the game mode and the sandbox. That's why people did that. It was not fun 100%. going against five bubbles. Like, and that's on Bungie. Period. Yeah. No matter how you shake it, don't. I don't really care about you know this score and that score and more rep and less rep. Like, it wasn't fun to play for a number of reasons, and that's why people did that. Yeah. What are those reasons? Were... Why was it not fun? Let's fix those. I. That's how I feel. So like, ultimately, the, the good news is that after you beat a team that badly, the <laughs> ma the algorithm, the matchmaking algorithm kicks in, and they're like, "Okay, we're not going to put you up against that team." So the if I was in the mood to you know frag out and go hard, you fight a you fight a uh, loss farming team. It's like, well, at least we're probably going to get not a loss farming team next game. It'll only be a three minute waste of my time, free rep for me, right? So at least it's not making the player experience miserable for for many people, unless you're really in the mood for <laughs> to really go balls deep, you know. The but shader and the armor were dope too. I mean, that's shader's dope. And I, again, it's one of those situations where I don't blame, to me, it's on Bungie. The onus right now is on Bungie to see that that is the thing going on that they need to address. I don't, am I going to do it? No. Am I going to blame you for doing it? No. Because I don't know what your situation is. Maybe you have 10 goddamn kids and you only have time to play, you know, one hour. Every other night or something like You're that. You're that guy replying on to the Bungie Help Twitter. Exactly, yeah. I work five <laughs> yeah. jobs. I got two kids. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what your situation is. I don't know how much time you have to play. Uh, so I'm not going to judge you for what you do in your spare time. But I would say that from Bungie's POV, if you see that the most optimal way to gain loot oh. from a new game mode is to throw, I would say well, another, that's bad. <laughs> another, another aspect we're kind of missing with this is that um, there's only two iron banners, and you have a really good reward locked oh. behind two resets. Who the hell is going to do that without trying to find some way to to make that of faster, course. right? Yeah. Like the shader itself is gorgeous, turning cloth into chainmail for sure. Beautiful. Like, even cool. if you have, don't have any inkling about fashion, it's still a cool shader. Um, and it was a shader, not even a weapon, which is a whole other story to talk about. But um, yeah, only two iron banners, like. I was tempted to do it because I, I barely <laughs> I hit one really reset tempted. this week. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm going to hit a reset the next week. I don't know if mm -hmm. I'm going to be into Destiny mm -hmm. by the time next Iron Banner is coming around, which, by the way, we have no idea when it's going to no come. No idea. Probably yeah. week 10, historically. Um, but like we're, that's not communicated ahead of time. So it's, it's a pretty brutal rep system for the fact that you only get to play it twice a season. I would also agree. Not it's also not communicated how much that multiplier helps you, dude. Yes. And you know, I would check so many people, no Iron Banner gear on, not even the emblem on. Oh, like that's, brutal. that's one of the most brutal. basic things. Yeah, you so, gotta wait for later in the week. You gotta beat yeah. him over the head with that info. Yeah, so the only way you do it is to scroll all the way bottom left, hover over a node to see if you're three out of four or four out of four, how many challenges you're at. Then the challenges itself, it doesn't tell you the challenges. You have to hover, <laughs> hover over the, over the for thing the game mode then, yeah. and be notice at the time. bottom. And then, <laughs> and then the challenges themselves are be void. Be void. Be void. Like, if, you, if, you, if you couldn't figure it out, <laughs> just, just be void. once you get in there, it's um, right there. But yeah, that should be it. That UI should be better too. That was very interesting. Yeah, because it is, so, it is like the worst rank up in the game, Iron Banner, without that on. I, mm -hmm. I think that uh, I, I want to be fair when I say this. Is that like, 
I think for maybe this strategy, I don't know if Bungie maybe was aware or thought that people might do this and they maybe just were like, eh, screw it. <laughs> or maybe the the cheese team, the, the Bungie cheese team maybe didn't go hard enough in in sniffing that one out because it was again cheddarology the cheddarology yeah i, I, I mean, again it's i don't definitely not a victimless crime because there are teams that want to play the mode against sure, other teams sure but it's also pretty painless because you're getting more rep anyway and yeah it's, for some players they, they really are casual to the point where like i remember myself in high school i had so much homework if i can bang out iron banner losses <laughs> while doing my homework that just right. means i could yeah. take the game more later in the day exactly it's i understand why people did it i would never blame a player for loss farming um it's the onus is on bungie to prevent things like that from happening and again there's only two iron banners and the shader looks dope do what you have to do to get the shader but like yeah it's just a and, it's just a funny situation <laughs> no i like, the data, come, they'll like, make it right like yeah. think about trials uh cliff jumping right same deal same exact, same deal. exact deal you don't like you and we learn from that or i think we learn from that but don't blame the players for choosing the path they take blame the system for encouraging it 100 agreed 100 path of least resistance is always will a path always be, will be taken that will be followed that will so. be followed every single time and with that why don't we move on to community questions and there were quite a few thank you for submitting your questions on twitter uh, let's see. Here we go. If you boys have the outline up, feel free to comb through and uh, find one that might suit your fancy. I think here's one an interesting one from RFLX Point. Favorite flavor of Borealis, Hardlight, and Dead Messenger? Dead Messenger, I think. No, favorite, like, favorite flavor, oh, as in flavor. which, okay. uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying, which element? Now that elemental capacitor has blues, blues my color. So, <laughs> no, I think, uh, yeah, I think I think anything with max handling is 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 my favorite thing right now. And that would be arc, right? Isn't it arc yeah. for handling? It is void Correct. for stability, stability, and solar for then, reload, right? And yeah. Yes. So, what's crazy is like I, th I think Borealis has arc, um, and it's so weird because like. Um, Hard like you, you you can't do void. It's already at 100, 100. Mm. You could do handling. So basically, it'll max out handling or max out reload. And then for Dead Messenger, it'd be reload, right? It'd be solar. Yeah, yeah. All these guns default to void off of spawn, right? Correct. Yeah, they do. That is driving me yeah, crazy, though. That's I wish. the big one for me, too, yeah. is I just don't change it because I use volatile rounds anyway. Just mm. They need to make it Mad so that Man. whatever flavor you have turned on then when you die and come back it's still on that flavor no like Agreed. i don't want to have to cycle through each time that's so lame like hard light is immediately void because it's stability borealis you probably yeah. make a case for handling but then again it stats are really really good right cool guy i've seen a lot of borealis um, dude seriously yeah. and then dead messenger solar is the only option if you want to continuously change it but then you could also say you want arc because of the swap speed swap speed so yeah it's a good change. Like little things like that go a long yeah, way. For sure. Agreed. Here's a question from I am Corhole. If you could revamp the vault and the postmaster, what would you do? I, I think oh, I think sure. everyone would be unanimous in saying that the you know the, the postmaster needs a special section for your mats, right? It needs a, yeah. a section for your ascendant shards. Uh, that way they aren't immediately like, dude, the dawning made me so mad. 
because like you would you would open presents and it would yeah. blues would push it all out oh like, my god dude. in seconds you yep. can apply blues at all why not just auto dismantle blues there needs to be an auto dismantle blue system or a thing we did that in know. d1 right um we did it to greens did we? yeah which by the way there green, were green, green drops stopped, in D1. yeah green hey, but there were some green goaded greens down, yeah. You had the yeah. final round sniper and the Focus Fury, uh, Focus Fire machine uh, dude, gun. Those the were Mav Moon, good. the four round. Oh, true, with true, true. The four shot hand cannon. I remember for a while in with early D two, I used the um, the hand in hand, the green shotgun. Yes. I remember that. I think it was dope. I do. Uh, but what if what if yeah. you could? Uh, sorry, turn it up. What if you could for the vault? What if there was a way to stack copies of different weapons? That you have, and you then click you on it, and it would open. Oh, and it's a drop down oh that's an like, I feel interesting like that would, idea. That would be a good way to not only save a ton of space, especially if you're a content creator that reviews weapons, eh? Yeah. Um, but also, <laughs> if you want to save weapons through expansions instead of just like, okay, well, this is now about power crept, so now I don't need it anymore. Yeah. And you don't don't have to make that decision anymore. So, I feel like that that that, that feels like a lot of work. But that folders would be, would be nice. That, just that folders in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, Dylan, apparently, according to, I'm really sad. I just remembered that DMG is gone. Uh, DMG said that they were working on an auto dismantled blue system with the last interview he had with Paul Tassi before leaving. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure Paul pressed him on that. So <laughs> he definitely <laughs> probably did. Uh, here's a question. So good. I'm actually really impressed by this question. I may turn this into a YouTube video, um, from Ted Milky. What are your three top guns to craft before Lightfall? That is a great question. Uh, what is the, it's the disparity, right? The uh, the pulse rifle? Yep. That thing is a, that's craftable, correct? It is just, it is very craftable. That thing and, is a uh, baller. It is Yes. Yeah, so, so let's, let's, let's set the tone. Let's set sure. the tone. Set the tone, buddy. People play different parts of the game. Some are mostly PvE, mostly PvP. Say someone has played a little bit. They want to know. They don't have them, right? Let's recommend three guns. So one of mine would either be Tarnished Metal or the Iclos for a mid or long range volt shot. Doesn't matter which one you do. Iclos, one you like. SMG? Yeah. Okay, yeah. A, vol a volt shot weapon. A craftable yeah, yeah, yeah. volt shot weapon. That's, that's where I would start. As a must have. Mandatory. Lightful. Mandatory, yeah. And do the Iclos, I've actually seen a lot of clips that gun pops off in PvE and Bro, PvP. Bro, Killing like, Wind, Rangefinder, you want That's two of them. Sick, right? dude. Yeah. I'm literally working on getting the craftable version of that right now because the clips I've seen them. And like, I'm an SMG guy. When I play Titan, I love the Peacekeepers, dude. That is hot. And yeah. uh, just going through with a good SMG, I'm really looking forward to getting my crafted Iclos. Like, big time. Big time. Um... So disparities up there. I would also make a case. I know this is a weird one, but Firefright. There's something just very nice hmm. about that auto rifle. I've always liked that. Yeah. I've always liked that gun it's too. It's one of those. Okay. It's one of those like you good, bro, type weapons. But like, <laughs> you good, it's, bro? it's still, it's still like this. I think just on feel alone, it's worth crafting. It's not the most like spectacular thing in the world, but you can definitely. There's definitely enough perks in there to make it your own. Sure. Uh, Disparity is definitely one of yeah, it's it's definitely top three, I find. Uh peace of mind, I don't know if that's going away. That must be going away. Oh, that is a great that's like a yeah the, the SpongeBob Rapid meme. Fire pulse. That's the SpongeBob meme with uh mm -hmm. opening up the, the case for old reliable. That's when I play yeah. on controller, uh when I plug in the, the sticks. Peace of mind is a controller weapon in PvP that never disappoints ever. It's so reliable. Yeah, ever. Yeah. 
I have my three. What are your three, Cami? Okay, in no specific order, the Aikilos SMG with max range. These are all PvP, by the way. Sure. Mm. The second one, this one's going to sound weird. It's the, one of the first craftables we got, the Roggen Hilled Shotgun. Why? Yeah. Because it's an aggressive frame with Hockey Breach armaments, and we all dislike Titans, right? <laughs> right? Right. Uh, anyhow, you craft it with high handling and either Frenzy, if you're a Gemini Hunter, um, elemental capacitor if you're an art class or if you are a stasis warlock one two punch to kill bubbles i know you're doing like a raid boss fighting game combo to kill bubbles but it is possible so you can do that and then the third is the under your skin bow with hip fire grip and opening shot you don't even need targeting it's just something you swap to if you know you need the range really I'd love to. It's super hmm. consistent. Enhanced hip fire grip doesn't yet. play about the same rules as hip fire grip. Hmm. Okay. Kind of think like enhanced perks in general are kind of a mistake on the crafting system, but we'll get into that another time. For sure. Point is, abuse it. It's built diff. So use it. Write it down. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here's, what, here's a question from uh, G-Brew. Since y'all have the Pulse Rifle Daddy on the podcast, how do y'all feel about pulses and laning in general in the current meta? Inevitable, really. Um you have the mid you have the ability meta which is so i feel oppressive as hyperbole but <laughs> it, it it's very very strong to the point where it basically nullifies the close to mid-range meta where if you choose to use a slug shotgun or a sidearm or uh, an smg or even a hand cannon you are playing with fires like the other person might just whip out a, a cold snap or a storm grenade or whatever tool of destruction that they may have on a cooldown for 20 seconds right so that's always the choice. It's not that if you play those those 
those weapons you're, you're putting yourself at a disadvantage you're making a choice to subject yourself to abilities and i think most people don't want to do that because they're so strong so what's the counter you stay back it's much easier to dodge a grenade chucked halfway across the map than it is to deal one while you're trying to engage short range so pulses and scouts and all the other stuff that are that are rising to the top it's because the mid-range isn't getting isn't the preferred space right now because of the abilities <sighs> i believe that if you severely reduce the cooldown timers in pvp uh for abilities you're gonna see a return to hand cannon shotgun dominance i think you'll see a lot more smgs fly about for sure and you still see a lot of them don't get me wrong like in the hands of a great player they're still absolutely lethal um but people are dis disincentivized because people don't want to say, oh, I don't want to run in, deal with the storm grenade or freeze or whatever the case may be. I also so, want to say it's very important yeah. to, um, I always bring this topic up. Uh, it's always important to keep in mind the different metas based on um, where you play. And it's, it's only a, it can potentially be near identical or it can be a more noticeable uh, differentiation right now nomad is playing you're on ps5 right correct and but cool, i was pc right well. for sure of course cool guy is primarily xbox with pocket pc right hey yeah, bro i was putting up 40 bombs with you against them you DMT. were no i'm this is this is not with, a shade at all this with, is just no with the with the with the lot broke with a lot of the best they are ever dude um, but, uh, again, it's always, and Cami and I are pretty much straight steam, but it's, it's important because. Yeah. I played controller today. The hell I dropped that? 49. <laughs> um, oh, man, I wish we had more time to talk about that too, but so, it's, dude, it's but always like, important to just know the background of where people are, because I've, I've heard from the people I talked to who play primarily console, it's sort of the same situation, but with different, uh, yeah, weapons. It's, it's, so people the, are playing. The like long range prefer everyone's playing preferred long range no dude yeah. the map weight's terrible like it's there bad. was a time yeah. two yes. years ago it's bad. Where you play yeah, yeah. it's bad anomaly retribution endless fail jab four repeat now it's yeah cathedral disjunction disjunction so what do you so here's, here's the worst of course that's, people are gonna play it. back that's yeah it. i that's go why. through blistering winds and scorching deserts to play my optimal range with the hand <laughs> cannon i slay the team <laughs> and then they spawn up at long distance with dmt and i have to do it again and it's just yeah. not happening you run a jug shield just to get into position <laughs> not even to ape with but i've but i've heard that um console is no time to explain revision zero peace of mind basically the baller pulse rifles and, so I'll, and then I'll also on say uh, this. pc is dmt 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 dmt, DMT. yeah <laughs> so another another thing to consider as well which may be factoring into people's experiences is, is skill-based matchmaking that's definitely affecting yes, how, also, uh, how yeah, diverse also lobbies you see uh -huh. oh. uh, definitely definitely in the higher end for console it's a lot of pulse rifles mm -hmm. uh, a lot of smgs funnily enough that's that's what i've been encountering the germans love smgs i keep matching people from germany so um <laughs> in being in dubai so they love their smgs um interesting nobody's using sidearms right now for some reason in this part of the world yeah, which they're, I think still they're, all, they're still goated they're still good they're still incredible they're still like good. revision zero revision zero paired with forgiveness is actually broken no, weirdly uh, enough, I, I VPN to Japan one time and like everybody was using bows. I just found that. Yes. What? Yeah. That's really interesting. <laughs> I wonder what each so, country's so flavor is. Location and, cool and skill bracket. Location and skill bracket. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, these are all factors. Um, this is a good, this is a good discussion. Yeah. Uh, thank you for answering that pulse question. Here's one from crit. I wish we had Merc here to answer this question from at crit. What do you think makes the Monarch strong? 
Bo in it. Safety. Oh, we don't have enough time on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's it's two we things for going. me. One is that like, dude, if you made every it's you if you're a new player and you want to get into bows, don't touch the monarch. Don't do it. Touch it later. You're you use it. You're, you're, you get spoiled. Use other bows for like a month because the second you start using monarch and then you switch off, every bow feels like trash because the monarch is so sticky. It's got a it's clean sight. Weapon. It's, it's so sticky. It hits for big, big damage, and then the the tick damage that prevents people from recovering. It encourages aping down a weak target. But like, oh god, that sticky factor. It's why I pick up. I was really excited to use Whistler's whim. Whistler's goddamn whim. It's like, oh, we got a trials weapon, and it's a bow. That but looks it's hot. a lightweight. Yeah, it's, it's lightweight, a lightweight. But I'm like, I'll still try like it out. And then. You, and then you pick it up and you're like, oh, it's trash. That's the three reasons right there. I hate Lightweight it. frame, damage with dot, and then Ugh. the mental damage. It, Nobody likes that. playing against that. It, when you, Emotional damage. Yeah, Emotional well, damage. When, and when you try a bow, like you feel really <laughs> confident about it. There's always like that one guy on the other team is like, I'm gonna bring out the monarch. And like they just could <laughs> God, every time, dude. It's it's just it's just monarch. Um I saw a question. By Oscar Mike, and I think that this is really interesting. Okay. Because uh, it, it can talk. Well, okay. Pick two subclasses to rebalance in PvP, one nerf and one buff. Ooh. So, is, okay. Well, go, sorry, go Nomad, go. If it, yeah. Gotta, we have to nerf Bubble Titan to tier four. <laughs> yeah. It can't I be tier five anymore. I think that's just the easiest thing that we can all it agree on. It can't be tier five. Buffing, though. Something I've noticed as well is roaming supers aren't getting their 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 time in the sun for some reason. They're just not anymore. Very people little striker titans that aren't thunder yeah. crash. A lot of thunder people, crash. People yeah. don't know people don't know about Marksman Golden Gun. It's really broken. Um <laughs> I would say buff Dawnblade. Buff Dawnblade super duration. I'm down. Let's get let's sure. give it some let's give it some uh, let's give it some love. And I'm also down. roaming supers in general in PvE, they they're not a thing anymore because all the weapons do such a good job of ad clear that there's no reason to use ad clear supers. And so, all the weapons at the top level, when you're built correctly, the burst damage from weapons is pretty much on par with, yeah, which what you can do with a, like yeah, pretty much a roaming super. So um, I would say give roaming supers more damage against bosses. Sure, potentially. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah, it's interesting. I would. Well, so I'm 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 in agreement with the bubble nerf because it shouldn't be tier five. It's so fast. But the buff, what to buff? I, I got it. You got it? Tell me. I well, Okay, so my two nerfs would go to the healing grenade and the bastion shield. I feel, if if it were me, the healing grenade should give health. The only one that gives health with restoration is the warlock aspect. That's how I feel about it. I feel that it should be like 25, 30 health, period. It will keep you alive. It will not restore your health. The bastion shield, restore. if you're there with your team... Yes, they can get an overshield. If you're not, you can't get it. And after, you can't come back and re-get the overshield. So it's either A, increase the Bastion shield uh, um, cooldown, make it 45 seconds instead of 22, or nerf it down to where it's a one overshield and done. The buffs would bring back Devour on Warlock. It would bring back Sunspots on Sunbreaker. That's Here, what I would do. I like, I like that, that answer. Here's my very quick answer. Uh, Rather than two subclasses, I watched a video from Astrocross lately where he talks about how he thinks one of the things contributing the most to disengagement and like slower PvP play is ability class ability timers. 
Yes. Which I the, like is like spot on, buddy. Spot on. Uh, so I would take a look at that as the quote nerf option and the buff. Oh, dude, the uh, what is the name of the arc titan punch? The Falcon Punch. Thunderclap. Thunderclap. Um, I was using it today. It sucks. Dude, please, please allow me to charge that in the air falling down to the ground. Let me jump around a Ooh, corner. I'll do one better. Now that you suggested it, I want that to be my answer too. Yeah. Buff bubbles, <laughs> that's the nerf, but the, it's a buff at the same time. It's a buff to Thunderclap. Yeah. yeah. Fully charged Thunderclap <laughs> yes, deletes the yes. bubble. That's, that's the only change. Jump that's around true. a corner, charge it midair, and then when by the time you hit the ground, bam, Falcon punch, and like just destroy it. You can make the timer yeah. longer if, the, if you find that the... Being able doesn't to charge it in the air makes it too strong or something like that. It just does, the doesn't timer. that infringe on the identity of Ballistic Slam, though? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, fuck I'm, I'm tired slam. of having <laughs> these restrictions from like, oh, what you about the class like identity? You can select a finisher or a moat. It's the same yeah. thing with Thunderclap. They need to make yeah, it true. so you can put your favorite anime opening <laughs> and like link that so that as you're queuing up Thunderclap, exactly, you start hearing Cammy. the theme song. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, we have Matt, time for... Oh, oh, go ahead, cool guy. I just... I. I don't like a class ability over shield. I don't like a restoration grenade that can be. I, I just I've I, once they came out, like we had our fun with our with our three point I'm like, okay, next season, next season, next season. Okay, we still haven't changed it. Why haven't we changed yeah. it? Getting so it's very clear what's the strongest part of three point because <laughs> it's only being played. Fair. So I'm still bitter from classy restoration season. That was so annoying. The Lord. Oh my God. No, no more classy the restoration. The hunters, with the dodge, the hunters were the awful back, with yeah. that dodge. Yeah. The Lorelei Laura was pretty bad too, though. Here's yeah. the final question I believe we have time for on today's podcast from at Drago. What is the rating UK versus Dubai T? Additionally, when is the T tier list video coming? So Dubai tea is interesting because you get all the tea here from from all the regional countries, Pakistan, India, and all that. Like most tea is Sri Lankan and Indian, I feel, like black tea anyways. Um, UK tea is immediately in the gutter because they have PG tips, which is the worst tea known to man. So <laughs> anything, Body. so anything, yeah, anything related him, to any country that proudly displays PG tips on its uh, <laughs> on its shelves is, a, is an L. So <laughs> GG UK. That was the easiest question of my life. Um, <laughs> Shoved in a locker, man. God. Yeah. And when's the T tier list coming? Um, yeah. Loki had that as like an idea for a charity incentive, but make but, it. It would be fun. Yeah. You do it on stream. Hell, right? Come on. Do it, bro. Yeah. yeah make it happen. Okay. I, I'd love it. And then we'll do the, uh, the, the biscuit tier list, right? Back to back. Where where do we stand on Earl Grey? Earl Grey is a type of tea. You're gonna have to be more specific. That's the type of answer I would expect. Yeah, <laughs> just because it's it depends. Like, be if like you where go do you with stand Twinnings on Earl Grey? You're a basic like, well, bitch. But if you go with uh, <laughs> if you go with like something a little bit less known, something that actually cares about the quality of their tea leaves, then 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 we're talking. <laughs> this is this is good. And well, I mean, it, it could be about the oil used, like the bergamot feel or whatever. But or sure. Please, but Twinnings, uh, you go Twinnings Earl Grey. It's like okay, you, okay, you tried this once in a hotel and you liked it. So you <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Please subscribe to Ascendant Nomad on Please. YouTube and encourage him to not only continue to make baller content but to make that tea and biscuit tier list. And with that, we are just about at time. So we're gonna go around the table real quick, let you know where you can find each of us on our respected channels. Uh, starting with our guest Nomad, where can the people find you? 
I am at Ascendant Nomad on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, and that's pretty much and Hive if you're on Hive. But that's that's pretty much it. Sure. Cool guy. Where can the people find you? Uh, Twitter, YouTube, Cool Guy Games. Cami. Twitch.tv slash CamiCakes, where I'm trying to kill people by reflecting arc staff turrets. <laughs> Gamers. Fallout. That's classic, Cami. Um, YouTube.com slash Fallout Plays. Twitch.tv slash Fallout Plays. Same thing for Twitter. And we again thank Nomad for taking the time out of the day to join us, especially so early coming in from yeah, Dubai. Man. We really appreciate was, you, buddy. No, no, no. It was a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. I of appreciate course. it. And again, we are Firing Range. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We'll let you know on Twitter the next time we will be going live. Uh, thank you so much. Take care of each other, and we'll see you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.